Hello, this is Seiji. During the recording of the last episode, we had some technical difficulties, and unfortunately, my voice track was not recorded at all. But since Rob and Shelby's voice tracks are okay, then I thought it might be fun to, you know, listen to the episode and record some sort of a audio commentary as I go and fill in the gaps to the best of my recollection. I hope this works. Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. Let's see if this works. This is where my name is supposed to go. I always feel kind of awkward because I feel like Rob and Shelby have really great voices and a lot of personality. And then I just use my boring and uninteresting and sagey. Yes. Off to a great start. Technical difficulties this morning, right? Yes. Let's tell everybody about it. Yeah, man. We can't let our fans not think that we're human. Right? They have to know that. Yeah, we got. They have to know that we make mistakes like anyone else. That uh, audio sometimes doesn't work in the morning. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now they're gonna think at home, man. BB hosts are just like me and you. Their audio fucks up too. <laughs> and that's applicable because I think most people who listen to us also have podcasts on Character Club, so they probably know what it's like to deal with this stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I gotta start things off strong. Final Fantasy VII Remake, they launched another trailer. Jesus, and what the fuck was that? I'm pretty happy. What's that? So what the fuck was that? That was VB knocking stuff over. Nice. Vegan. Dumb cat who knocked over, holy shit. Anyways, big old, she knocked over my gigantic Broly statue. God damn it, VB. Anyways, so what was I saying? Yeah, FF7 trailer. Fucking, I'm pretty hyped. Pretty hyped about it. And there's going to be more coming up and i love final final fantasy i think it's perfectly rated as the best and i yeah i'm excited uh i know you watched it shelby how did you feel uh i think it looks i think it looks real cool that's that's all i got um we keep seeing like trailers from the same thing but isn't it because they're like uh releasing it like episode wise so they're probably just showing all stuff from the first Episode. Yeah, I would assume it's yeah. probably also more more finished. Yeah, and uh, I was thinking about the episode thing. Definitely fine with it uh, theoretically. I do hope that there is some exploration in the uh, the game. Like uh, to me, if I, don't, I was also thinking, well, where are they going to cut shit? Like where where will where will the episode end? Mm-hmm. And when I first played Final Fantasy VII many years ago, I thought the entire game was going to be inside Midgar blowing up reactors and, and skirting the lot. Uh, and it wasn't. But you do spend a long time in Midgar. So I could see the first episode maybe just covering the entire events of the Midgar stuff right up until they escape. That would be a good cutting off point mm. uh, for a first episode. So I wouldn't be too shocked if it didn't end with Cloud and friends at the end of the highway after the big bike scene just chilling in the uh, area outside sector, the sector that they escaped from. I don't know. I kind of want to pick up seven at some point uh, as a as a full BD episode. I feel like it's one we should do, especially before the remake eventually comes out. So I don't know, but it's it's not a short game. It's like thirty hours if you know what you're doing. So maybe even a little less, but yeah, I don't know. It's a good game, but it's available on Switch, so very easy for a lot of people to play. It's actually available on everything, you know, PC and maybe smartphones too. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for the the, the trailer was awesome, and I watched it a few times, and now I'm excited for the um, Square Enix stuff in the E3. Like, what are they going to show? They show more gameplay, maybe a demo. Will they give us a demo? Oh, that would be fucking. That would be beautiful if we got a demo. I wasn't excited about E3 at all, but now I am. Well, I was going to say we should talk about E3 a little bit, anyways, because this E3 is weird this year. It's a weird E3. I don't think people are as pumped about it because a lot of the old school, you know, the main three 
Nintendo stopped. Yeah, they'll have their own thing, and, and I am hyped about whatever Treehouse shit happens. But then, you know, Sony's also not doing one, and they always have a huge event. As a matter of fact, out of the main E3 stuff, Sony was the thing I was always hyped most about. Like I hyped about Nintendo too, but I kind of count their direct as their own thing. So of the real E3, like they're they're not doing one. So we have Microsoft, which I'm not too hyped about in general. We have Ubisoft, which I will enjoy no matter what they show, because they always have really fun, really fun presentations. I think there's Square Enix, there's Devolver Digital, which I know P1's excited about. <laughs> and um, what's left? Bethesda, are they doing it again this year? I think so. Last year's E3 was pretty painful from them, so hopefully they, I don't know, if they do have another one, they do better. I don't know if that's everyone or not. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird time. E3, man. Uh, I always book a few days off to watch it, get all excited. I will still do that. But this year, I wasn't like anticipating as much as I usually do. And I'm not sure why. I don't know. I uh, still love games the same. I, I still think about it and all that shit all the time. So I don't know. I don't know. I just think Sony was a weird, just a weird thing that happened. Weird. All right. Well, anyways, how about you two? Are you guys excited for E3 at all this year? I don't know what to look forward to. There we go. Shelby's not looking forward to shit. Oh, no. I I said I don't know what to look forward to because I don't know. Like, I can't. I'm not keeping track of, like, anything that's coming out. Like, Mm. well. No hype for anything this year, eh? So far? Nope. What about uh, Deus Ex Machina? I mean, that's cool. But, like, how do you want me to play it? uh, Once the re-release of Switch comes out, P1 will give you his old one. (laughs) And then you can play it. Oh, God. Yeah, that's the dream. Oh, yeah. So a little side note. Uh, the bros, P1 and P2, uh, the X Cartridge Club uh, owners, they stream every week. Keep the <laughs> bros where they play some game, some stupid little game, scores in it. And uh, I've been, you know, whatever they stream, my, my good pal, Sundary J, messages me. And it's like, hey, the bros are streaming. It's like... Well, this, this, they probably need a bump, so I guess I'll join. And then I usually just sit in the chat and troll the chat the entire time. Uh, but sometimes I'll call in, because it is a live call-in show, if you know the number. And, you know, I just kind of fix their show, make it better. And I don't know where I was going with this. Actually, actually, the topic for today's episode kind of derived from a, from one of, their sh- one of their shows. So I guess one good thing came from it. What's that? Are we stealing from them? Well, I would say inspired by <laughs> homage to thieves say. <laughs> uh, I'm sampling their <laughs> conversation. Oh God, Shelby, what would you like to see? What's your dream uh, E3 announcement? I don't. I hate doing these now because, like, <laughs> you know, you have hope. We hold up hope yeah. for certain things, and it just doesn't happen. And it's just like, it's a fun. dream, though, not not an expectation. <sighs> I mean, Ace Attorney, yeah. Yeah. Be cool if they remade more uh, Resident Evil games. Three left, right? They need to remake. Yeah, um, but it, just using the same engine as Resident Evil Two would be really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, it's possible. Yeah, well, my brother and I were talking too. Like, it'd be really cool if they redid uh, Resident Evil Four with that. Um, with that engine and uh, like people say that it's a bit too new to do that but you have games that are around the same time period that have gotten remakes and shit so i don't think that's a valid argument i think um, just to just to the resident evil 4 part uh they, it just got a remake and i think that's probably what people mean by too new right i mean it's, it's remake with like two years HD ago remaster like but yeah, yeah, it's not like a remake. But we mean like with the engine and like, just because I people have been um, just tired of like, especially Resident Evil Five and Six, just that, and mm. then Resident Evil Seven was something uh, like a bit different uh, than what people are used to. So um, the return to I guess kind of how they used to play um, in terms of like story and how like your equipment and stuff is managed and um, but also combining it with uh, gameplay that's a bit newer just to keep people in because nobody's going to play it if they had the old 
control schemes and stuff um and like the fixed camera angles like it, i like that um control scheme and that gameplay but it's a bit um outdated so just like how the resident evil 2 that just came out was like a return to form i guess but uh just a lot better um and yeah uh resident evil 4 with something like that would be really cool because resident evil 4 is kind of the thing that started like the third person um views uh like that camera angle in the series and mm-hmm. then five and six were just so far gone so it's yeah i don't know i would like a seven and i would like localization like i i, I understand that you know you you played um the great ace attorney and stuff and that you think they did a good job and that's awesome but it's like i need like in my mind i need to show capcom and this is obviously one person isn't going to be able to do this like but if ace attorney 7 comes out or if the great ace attorney gets localized um officially then it's like i can spend my money on that and they you know somehow they'll be like yeah people are interested in this we should bring the other games over you know um because yes like great for localization teams like the the fan ones like they did a great job like you said and and i and i trust that but um i need i need capcom to to understand that people want ace attorney so gotta spend my money on that so they know so for a bit of context in this part of the conversation what happened is that shelby is referring to me playing fan translated ace attorney games i think i've mentioned this in several episodes um and the argument is that i thought that even though those games weren't released in north america the fan translated games are so good that i don't necessarily feel that that i need an official version in order to you know play the game because those fan localized games are so good um but then again, like, I don't feel that by playing the fan translated games, I'm doing some sort of disservice to the franchise because if they so decide to bring those games to North America and translate them, I'm going to spend my money on those games because I want to support the franchise. But if they don't, that shouldn't stop me from enjoying those games, especially because I know that the fan localized games are in a quality that honestly sometimes it's even better than the officially translated ones and for the record i do own a legally purchased copy of every game in the franchise some of those games are the japanese versions because they only were released in japan wouldn't that be like uh, not watching something like a i could say uh, an anime or even a sentai that's not officially dubbed or subbed over here uh, you won't watch that until they officially sub it over here because then you're supporting Toei. Isn't that kind of like the same thing? Uh, okay, I'm confused. What are you guys... What are we... Uh, I... I'm, I'm saying that uh, you... I understand... I think I understand your point of view. You want to show Capcom you support the Ace Attorney series mm-hmm. so they'll keep bringing stuff over here so you don't play the fans uh, fan one because you're holding out hope that they will bring it out here so that you could buy it when it comes out here to show that you support it. Is that how, is that right? Yeah. And this, okay. And this is a, the, a big thing. And this also goes into like, you know, uh, piracy and blah, 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 which is a big topic. Mm-hmm. Um, Namco Bandai makes a lot of money off of Sentai. <laughs> so we know we're going to keep getting Sentai over and over and over again. And then like, you know, it's being remade in North America and it gets like on Netflix and stuff. We're never going to fucking watch that because bullshit though. Because North American Power Rangers is like, holy crap. Cringe fest. Um, but uh, at the same time, like, you know, uh, now that we know these things, like, mm-hmm. uh, we try to buy the, the the toys when they're out, or we try to do, like, you yeah, know. That's true. So there's different ways there to, I think, support it. I didn't say I was never going to play the Great Ace Attorney fan stuff stuff. It's just I don't have a way to play it. So, um mm-hmm. Like, you know, the way Seiji plays it is he has his uh, Japanese 3DS or whatever, right? So he can he can play it like that, but I can't play it like that because I don't want to spend 3DS money 3DS isn't region locked, I don't think. Is it? No, I'm confused. Is DS region locked? No, DS isn't region locked. 
Okay. I don't know how I don't know how Seiji plays it to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. Well, Seiji, how do you play these 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 games? These these unofficial released games, Seiji. The process has some very simple parts and some very complicated parts. The complicated parts are basically gaining control of the 3DS hardware, and the easier parts are, you know, just having a physical copy of the game and downloading the language patch. And then basically you can play an English translated version of your physical copy of the game on your 3DS hardware. I didn't even know one of them was a 3DS game. I thought they were all DS, the side stuff. Oh, wow. Did not anyway, know. my point is Sentai doesn't need huh. help because we're always going to have it. Like that's a big market, but like Ace Attorney is very niche stuff, in my opinion. I mean, I, I'm probably but... totally wrong. You're not wrong to have your your opinions are your opinions. I, I'm just qu- trying to understand and and not even necessarily trying to like you know start an argument or debate or anything. I'm just trying to just just trying to get behind your your thought process here. So you're saying that something like anime or, or Sentai doesn't need the help, but 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 I but I'm thinking like if if you played this and then eventually it came out over here, you'd still buy it, right? Yeah, that's what yeah, I so. um in uh in college and. A lot of people are probably like, oh my God, whatever. But like, I used to download a lot of stuff because I couldn't afford it. Oh uh, and God. then, but when then you get a job and you can support yourself and blah, blah, blah then you start buying stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I do. 100% um, actually. I don't Same think boat. money should be like a, a, a gatekeeper from stopping you from enjoying the stuff that you want to enjoy. But at the same time, uh, as somebody who's, an artist and like you're an artist and stuff too that you know that you want people to support your stuff so uh you know people buying your your merchandise and and junk is important and yeah i just there's there's a lot it's it's a big it's a big topic it is it is that's why i'm with that that's why i'm interested and i remember here making a point about how waiting for the games to be officially translated and brought to North America and playing the fan-translated games are not necessarily at odds towards the goal of supporting the franchise because, as I can now safely say, the games that haven't been brought here are amazing and they're great and maybe perhaps creating more demand and interest for those games. Like, for example... My top three games in the franchise are The Greatest Attorney, Spirit of Justice, and Investigations 2. And except for Spirit of Justice, the other two games have not been officially localized. And it's been years since they were released. And I don't see really you know, a good reason for Capcom to bring them over. But if they do, of course, I'm going to spend money on them and, and to support the franchise. So I, I feel like those two things are not mutually exclusive mm-hmm. i i'm just thinking here yeah because uh, i i really think i understand a little bit of of both point of the points of view there's one thing like you want that official release you want like all the names they use and shit is not official mm-hmm. so you want that like feeling of of like the right like it's like why i kind of don't really read much like fan fiction shit i want it to be canon i want it to be the correct stuff from the people who made it Mm-hmm. But this is a little bit different because it's a translation, but then they have to take a lot of liberties to the translations to make it work. Uh, and if like, I think I, I think I would be in the boat of if I fought for sure. Well, this is the same argument as Mother 3. People want Mother 3 over here badly. I have not, I've yet to play it myself too. Kind of hoping they'll bring it over. It's always that like, ah, maybe they'll bring it over and I'll finally play it that way. But then you think, well, then they're, they're never going to bring it over. And people have shown that they want it. And they don't care. They still have not done it. Mm-hmm. So then you think, well, fuck it. I might as well just play the the, the one that the, lo- the fans lovingly created because at least that's the only way I could really play this thing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm never going to play this in a part of a series that I really enjoy. But then there is a whole part of, ah, but if they, I want, I want them to, to officially release it. I don't want to give up. If I if I give up and play this, then they could just be like, well, see, everybody's just playing this bullshit. I don't need to release this over here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a loop. Yeah, dog. I don't know. I hope, I hope that made sense to somebody. Yes. In the official version of Ace Attorney, what happens is that because nothing initially was very specific to Japan, like being in Japan wasn't like a constraint for the story itself and the cases. So I guess that they just decided to 
go ahead and make it seem like it's North America. And this is subject to much ridiculization, but as the series progresses, that makes it, you know, harder and harder and harder because there's like more references to stuff that is part of Japanese culture. And now it gets to a point where in the Greatest Attorney, which is a series that happens in 19th century Japan, it would be very difficult to follow the same rules. So they had to, you know, handle it very differently. Now, the fan-translated version of these games made a very smart choice of just keeping the setting intact, focusing on whatever was necessary to make it understandable in English, but being still very true to what was going on historically in those times, because not only happens in Japan, but it also happens in England. So they kept all the names and all the references, and it makes perfect sense. So if Capcom ever decides to bring it over, I guess they will have to follow kind of like the same sort of strategy because it will be very, very silly for them to, you know, make it seem like 19th century Japan is somehow 19th century United States. Civil War America. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I guess I just want to be like, uh, in the and Shelby, you can, you can do whatever the hell you want. I don't even have to say that, of course. But I almost think like because I, I know you're a massive fan of the series, and I, I just don't know if this this stuff's ever gonna come out. I say I, I would vote, just go for it, man. You're probably gonna like it a lot. But I, then you I can also just not probably would, but it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's the tricky thing because it's like you said. If I just play the fan translation well then maybe capcom is just going to be like well you have that why should we spend our money fucking localizing it officially and like spending the money to market it and shit when you guys have this or whatever even though it's not completely i get what you're saying like i don't i I think that we're both wrong and that capcom gives a shit about anything that we do but in (laughs) our brains it makes sense Unless you spend yeah. your money on it, that's when they fucking care. But they and won't that's... let us spend our money on it. No, they won't. So that's why I fucking hate <laughs> It's evil. Like I think, like if it were me, and I probably have done this before. I'm sure I have. I can't think of one or off the top of my head. But well, actually, I remember playing. I think I told the story many times. But I played Pokemon Gold before it came out. But that was just because I I couldn't wait. But I still mm-hmm. bought the game later. Yeah. But I don't know. I I feel like if. I guess mother is the only example I can think of, I, but I haven't done it yet, but it's mostly out of laziness and not because I have like a, a hope that they'll do it, but like years of people begging them to bring it over Nintendo and they still haven't done it. Like if I really wanted to play those games, I, I would, I think I would have given up and be like, fuck it. I have no choice but to play these fan translations because they're never going, going to bring it over. But if, if they did, I would still buy it eventually. I don't know. Anyways, I, I was just, I was just interested. Yeah. How comes weird, man? Yeah. Um, another thing too it's like i um i buy all my music now like i never used to because that's just something like you can't afford but now like um even with like uh because we watch a lot of the super sentai series and if i can uh i'll go onto itunes and see if i can find it and most of the time they do have it even if you just like take the extra time to like uh go and uh look up what you think like would be the the japanese like characters or spelling of it and then you just copy paste that put it in itunes you can find a lot of stuff that way and that's how i find a lot of my like original soundtrack stuff that i listen to um and it's gotten a lot better uh so i think they they see that and they recognize that they're like okay cool this person just bought this soundtrack for this show or this whatever uh so we'll just keep adding more and more of it because there's like um like for me a lot of, of of like gundam stuff on there there's a lot of uh like the super sentai and just in general like openings if you just like look up the bands like a lot of the bands and stuff are on there um so that's fun but it's like uh a lot of the music that uh i would have downloaded in the past just from being in college i can find it on itunes now and i have bought most of the stuff so um yeah that's an example for how that works i suppose yeah i uh I, i think i understand that I don't know. I, I, it just it sucks for the Super Sentai stuff because I don't have any of that on Google Play. Mm. I just checked now by doing the uh, Katakana and the shit for the Super Sentai and nothing just pisses me off. Uh, so I would I will take it from you happily. Yeah, man. It would be cooler if they would, you know, 
really sit on <laughs> really sit so I could actually officially support it. Yeah. I'm happy to officially support shit, but uh, if they don't put it on, there's nothing I can do about it. Mm. There's nothing I can do except get it for other people. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting debate. Um, yeah. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Well, yeah, say it. I get you, brother. We'll listen to this and disagree with because I, I remember seeing a, a big thread on Twitter from a bunch of Cartridge Club people who were talking about it. So it'd be interesting, you know, if they still like us and they still listen to us. <laughs> I'd like gonna... to hear people's opinions on this. Is yeah. Shelby insane? Are you Team Shelby or Team Sagey? Pick your S. But we think mostly the same thing, though. <laughs> I don't care, Shelby. I'm trying to pit okay. everybody against oh. each other. Okay. Team S. We're listening to this. I think that where we don't agree completely would be in the part where I don't think that spending my resources on playing the fan translation, you know, buying a copy of the Japanese game and patching and all that, I don't think that makes a difference in terms of sending a message to Capcom that I want it because it's not either or. Like, if it comes to me, I'll buy it. But if if I just stay idle and do not buy it, then I don't see how Capcom would say, oh, you've played the fan translation, so you don't get the official one. Like, that's the part where I don't think we agree completely. And also, as I, as I said, I think that it would be better for the franchise for people to know that the games that are being released are actually good, you know, instead of like not knowing at all. Because if it's a bad game, like, would you really want it? I mean, I would play it because I'm I'm a fan. But from a larger audience point of view, like, you want good games to be brought over, right? So one way to know if a game is good is for people to actually play it and tell other people that it's good. So. I think in that sense, it's better to go to make an effort to actually play those games. And then if they do come, also, you know, spend your money because that makes an actual difference. Okay. Well, you know, so uh, cut out what you need from that, I guess. Um, Okay. Well, uh, we have a spirited, I won't say debate, discussion. A spirited discussion. Oh, no, that was definitely not a debate. It was a spirited fight. Between Shelby and Seiji, <laughs> with me helplessly in the background crying, so upset. Yeah, like a big baby man. Like a big baby. Good. Okay, so another thing, uh, unrelated, is I finished Dragon Ball Heroes. Sorry, Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Missions for the Switch. The, the game card? was very long. The card one? It's a card RPG game. Nice. It's pretty fun. I've talked about it before, so I don't. I won't go over it again. But the the game is great because it's the, the story is like super OC. Like you feel <laughs> like you're OCs in the game. And big spoiler alert. So skip ahead for a minute if you plan to ever play Dragon Ball Heroes, which I know nobody listening will. But okay, here it comes. You, the character you're playing, your your character is Goku's descendant. Oh, that's definitely he goes, some OC territory. Holy super shit. Super Saiyan Blue by the end of it, which is like extremely hard to do in the show. So, as in only two characters have done it. But then your descendant, who's getting powerful crazy fast because he's Goku's great, 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 great grandchild. He, you're, you're Super Saiyan Blue and you're powerful and, and you're fighting with the best of them. Amazing. No, I liked it. It was dumb. It was super dumb. And now I'm playing Iconoclast, which I believe is an indie game. And I got it through the physical copy through Limited Run. And it plays a little bit like Cave Story, and I like it quite a bit. Iconoclast. Well, that's it for me before the topic. So, uh, you guys got anything else in your mind? I don't. Shelby does not. She doesn't think about anything. Nope. What are you, Seiji? I'm trying to remember what it is that I said here, but I can't. But apparently something about time management and playing games. And instead of skipping that part, I want to leave it because um, it, it's followed by something that I found kind of funny when I was re-listening to this episode. So um, yeah, it's something about time management. Time management episode. Yeah, I, I don't know. I understand a little bit of that. I love games and make it kind of part of my daily life i like i like to be playing at least 
something even if even if i can't like like i haven't for a while sat and played a game for hours and hours straight i don't usually do that unless it's like a really big anticipated game uh, i try to balance like gaming time with art time and like other personal development stuff and very occasionally being social uh, i find art's taking up a bunch of my time right now and i haven't been playing games as much but I don't know. Uh, games for me is just a massive inspiration, and even if they're for babies, I really like. I'm a baby. I'm a big, big, fat man baby, and I need my games, or I'm going to cry. And then who's going to? No one's going to take care of me if I don't have my games. So, so I just I play them like a pacifier. Uh, I, I want people. To, I just really want people to imagine me, which is going to be difficult because you can't picture me. Uh, but just imagine a big fat baby like a like a like a six foot tall <laughs> baby <laughs> uh like completely proportioned six foot tall baby uh, just playing games and and if and if someone takes my game away i start crying yeah that's what i want that's what i like to imagine shelby would you do me the favor of imagining that no it happens all the time anyway i like to imagine that this giant baby me also has a beard still even though the rest is still baby <laughs> proportions oh boy uh but still a beard <laughs> Oh, it's, it's just it's like looking at it now i'm referring to it as it like i do all babies uh it's looking at the screen and slapping the monitor because it wants its final fantasy 7 trailer you can imagine that Jesus. baby seiji would look the same as regular seiji because he was built as an adult <laughs> so it'd be the same yeah well what do you do if when you take a fit what, what do you what do you do when you're when you're when you're acting out what what's what what's a tale what's a sign that, <laughs> that you're acting out seiji have you ever acted out before? Yes. Well, I'm generally not super emotional. Like I can get very emotional if I'm at the extremes of the emotional spectrum and I get really agitated. So I'm, it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't need much to act out or be bratty or a big giant baby. I think that Shelby can attest to that. That's 100% true. Yeah. 100%. I'm very volatile uh, and emotional. Yeah. Tell me, what do you do when you act out? What do I do when I act out? Have you ever acted out? You don't seem to act out. You seem like you're just Shelby at all times. Mm, if I get irritable, I'm you get just mean. mean. Cruel. Just mean. <laughs> yeah. How, well, here, here, okay. This is an example okay. of, of Rob being, being acting out. This is just joking, though, just because it was funny. Okay, okay. A couple weeks ago, we were watching Sentai, yeah. and I had my hood up. And he was just like, take your hood off right now. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, take your hood off. And then like <laughs> through the whole fucking night when I have my hood up, like that's all he would fucking say. Take your fucking hood off, Shelby. Yeah. It was an arbitrary rule of my house, my apartment, that you wouldn't listen. <laughs> she wouldn't listen to it. Get up to go use the bathroom. He's like, don't go there. Don't use my bathroom. Get away from there. And it's like, holy shit. And she won't listen. No. My rules in my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> It go. doesn't matter if I just make them up at the spot. You're supposed to follow those rules, Shelby. Or if, like Megan makes food and offers me food, Rob's like, "No, it's my food." Yeah. And then she still gives it to her. Yeah. No one listens to me. This is why I'm so upset. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> ah! Uh, we should probably do the the topic, right? I think so. <laughs> probably. Seiji, you good topic? I swear to God, Seiji, you better. Thank you. <laughs> All right, up next, Topic! Topic this week was Shelby's, but Shelby would pick a topic, so it's actually what I pick. But it's not my topic; it's Shelby's topic. Yeah. And Shelby's topic that I picked is uh, overrated games. What makes my first question Shelby's first question? Everybody. <laughs> so I'm going to host this part, but I'm going to say it's all Shelby. So Shelby asks, "What makes a game?" Well, first of all, Shelby wants to be like, "What? What define?" 
overrated. So then Shelby, she opened up her browser, and she's just opening up again right now. Uh, Shelby says that overrate, verb, past tense, overrated, past particle, overrated, definition, have a higher opinion of someone or something than is deserved. Quote, dismissing the work as pompous and overrated. Synonyms. Synonyms. Ex, uh, assess too highly. Overestimate. Overvalue. Rate prize too highly. Think too much of. Exaggerate the worth of. Attach too much importance to. So that's, that's how Shelby read um, the definition of think of, of overrated so shelby's first question already is what makes a game overrated what do you guys think makes a game overrated and since shelby's asking i guess i'll i'll try to go first because i i don't have this written down i don't know what makes a game overrated exactly i mean i assume are we talking metacritic score i don't mean specifically metacritic just rating of a game the people rate a game in the nines and tens and then you feel like that's too high or is it fan how popular something is? You know, like like Flappy Bird was very very popular and everybody was playing it. So that does that make the game overrated? Or games that are that are fueled by meme memes and hype, and then the game winds up being you know it's not even that great, but everybody's talking about it because of all the memes. That overrated? Or what about shit that uh, games that were that aged? You know, uh, I had this discussion once with P One on his Colin show about overrated games and i i said that some games maybe they're not overrated but they've become outdated because of the time they at the time they they deserve that that uh that praise but now maybe not so much so then you have overrated versus outdated and what makes a game overrated uh those are that's all shelby's thoughts presented yep. 100%. uh thoughts what do you guys too. think <laughs> shelby what do you think i think about about that stuff uh i think rob thinks that overrated games like if you see something as overrated depending on how present it is in your life so like the people Whoa. around you talking about it maybe what mm -hmm. you see in advertisements stuff like that that's what i think rob and that and my opinion doesn't line up with what everybody else is thinking so yeah. to me i think that those things are overrated yeah right that makes sense. Uh, Shelby wants to know what Seiji thinks about overrated games. Oh boy, I think I'm gonna struggle trying to remember what I said, but I believe I said something about how for something to be overrated, you need to go against certain perceptions that people already have. So something needs to be at the very least some level of popular and there needs to be some sort of idea that you do not agree with so it's uh, a disagreement in judgment uh, in the judgment of other people and what they perceive as being something that you dislike that they like or vice versa i think that, that i said something in the lines of that well consensus speaks for something right if if that many people this is shelby's opinion of course if that many people <laughs> Uh, like something, then you got to think, well, your natural thought might be, well, there must be something to that. But then you, but then in our day nowadays, things that are stupid uh, can become popular just because people just like to laugh at it. They, they think, uh, you know, I, I mean, me, just memes are, are a thing that nowadays that are, I guess you could say are popular. Different memes become popular, but they're all kind of stupid. I don't yeah. know. I'm old though. I, I and agree. Shelby has an old soul. <laughs> And then this part, I think I have some thoughts about how even though any sort of appreciation of any work, it's to a certain degree a subjective matter. Um, I was trying to focus on the objective quality of something being overrated. And if I, I guess that what makes something objectively overrated is that the judgment of enough people uh, becomes so prevalent so that they overcome an already established idea that something was good and that happens like over time when when a certain movie or a certain game is thought for a certain amount of time that is really really good and then people start thinking 
you know, that is not so good. And then that would be like um, the objective measure of something being overrated. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I definitely think that there is some truth to like things can be overrated, but it's like, so I guess disclaimer is of course it's extremely uh, like objective and mm. like personal opinion or subjective rather. Yeah. Uh, because like <laughs> people just don't agree on things. Like I, I, so I put out a tweet and got a few responses about what people thought were overrated. And I, and I also made a list of games and, I, and it wasn't easy to, for me to actually make a, a list of games. I thought were like truly overrated. I think you can um, still like something even if it's overrated. Like that's a hundred percent possible. So I think, yeah, of course. And I think overrate. I think our definition of overrating, or at least mine slash Shelby's, <laughs> is like just something that uh, it doesn't mean it's bad. It could still be good, but that the public support of it is so high for something that's kind of like blah, and or not even blah, just just not deserving of that. And so here's my example. I'll start. I'll start things off. Speaking for me now. Uh, a list of my of overrated games or games I think overrated, and here's one I think that's sl slightly overrated, only because of the fan response to it, and that's Breath of the Wild. I I think that it's a little overrated. I like Breath of the Wild. I love Breath of the Wild. It's a lot of fun, but a lot of people in the circles that we you know see or or like websites that you read like IGN and shit, like wanked off Breath of the Wild so hard, and it's not even like remotely close to my favorite Zelda game in the series. And I think it's a cool game, but I still don't think it's this pinnacle second coming of of open world games that uh, puts all other open world games to shame, or 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 makes them no longer open world games because this one is so open world. And that that <laughs> not making fun of P one a little bit there, but but like I don't know. I think I think Breath of the Wild's a bit uh, a bit overrated, and most people would probably disagree with me there because it because it's rated so highly, but but. Uh, I, that was the best example I could think of with overrated because I still think the game is a solid 90, but I don't think it's as revolutionary or insanely great as a lot of people were saying at, at the time of its release. And I know that Seiji is a massive fan of, of Breath of the Wild, so of course you maybe you disagree with me. Maybe you think it's not even rated highly enough. Maybe it needs a new scoring system for Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild gets 110 <laughs> on all of its reviews. <laughs> And of course, Breath of the Wild had to make an appearance in this topic. Um, Rob and I have had our disagreements, and, and, and it's part of the reason why I decided to make that bonus bonus battle episode where uh, I analyzed what makes a game of the year a game of the year, what were the qualities that they have. So I was trying to find like an objective measure of whether Breath of the Wild deserved, you know, all the attention in in a way if it's overrated as, as people think it is what i can say is that and what i think i said in this section anyway was that um i think there are certain works that not only they are popular but they're also easy to hate or people love to go against the general opinion, even if their opinion is not completely informed, and which is not the case in, in Rob's case because he justifies his his thoughts um, really rationally, but it, it it is a fact that in 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 the culture of the internet, like people will just be contrarians um, just because. In the case of of Breath of the Wild, yeah, it, it, a lot of the criticism is is well founded, but. I, I believe it deserves all the attention. I believe it's a great game. I, I like it too, and I think it deserves the attention. Don't get me wrong. I just I thought it was a bit overrated. But I've heard something I've died to say during that is um, so there's also the it's it this is an internet thing kind of. I mean I think people no matter it's just the internet's the platform we have to communicate. It, it wouldn't matter what it actually is. But I think that you'll also see people who will be like, this is overrated, who's never played it. And a case in point that I, that's very vivid to me that I remember is that during Game Faxes, I don't know if they still do it, they probably do, but they would have a yearly like uh, um, fan, po fan voted, like uh, I forget what they called it, it was like something battle or whatever. And it, it, some years it was characters, some years it was uh, like villains, and, 
and you would just go through a bracketed kind of voting tournament. And then I think it was one year it was like best games of ever or whatever. And that year Undertale went up winning. And it was a huge, like, I'm not going to say controversy, a, a non-troversy, because it doesn't fucking matter. It's just them talking about games they like. But uh, well, for this, just to use the definitions that people are familiar with, the controversy was that Undertale was new at the time, won it, beat out, you know, Super Mario World, shit like that. And, you know, there was like, oh, well, people from the Undertale communities are coming in and flooding it. And it kind of gave a little bit of stank to uh, Undertale at the time for me. So I'd yet to play it, and I'm like, "What's this little fucking indie game doing? Playing with with the big boys here?" Uh, and I and I've you know, barely heard of this game. How is it better than than I don't know Metal Gear Solid? I, I I haven't even played Metal Gear Solid, but like, so so you get this knee jerk reaction against it, and then one of the first things you think in your brain is this game's overrated, but I haven't even fucking played it. And then I did play it, and I loved the game. It was great. I don't think it's the best game of all time, all time. So I guess in in that small pool, I would say it's overrated. But that's just in regards to the game facts voting crap. But uh, no, the game is great. But then, then our our good pal left, which won't even play it because people because of how hyped it is, you know. Mm. So I think in his mind, it's already overrated, and there's no possible way it will ever be ever live up to those expectations. So that's the thing. When does hype come into play and start messing around? with overrated overhyped versus overrated new no man's sky was very high overhyped but it was never overrated because when it came out it was uh already dead in the water Does that makes sense and uh, from what i can gather from the reaction i think i was saying something about cultural and temporal sensibilities uh meaning that at, at some specific points certain things are uh, not well appreciated or they become either overrated or underrated depending on whatever is going on in the popular culture and uh, apparently i use as an example boy bands and and yes um at least when i was a teenager it was very popular to hate on boy bands and what is very interesting is how in different points in time or in different generations there are certain ideas that become you know, elevated as, you know, this is what it's cool and this is what is desirable. And certain, you know, works like music or movies or books or whatever become some sort of a cultural punching bag for that generation. And then, you know, they establish, you know, a new idea or a new concept of what is cool and what's not. And then, you know, as time passes by and as those symbols, as those cultural punching bags um, are not relevant anymore because the, the because they're not counter to whatever idea was coming next, then they become reappreciated and and they don't seem as offensive as before. And that's what I think it happened to boy bands in the past. And now, you know, they're not... Nobody really cares about that anymore. Don't hate on boy bands, man. Don't hate on boy bands. <laughs> hey, leave NSYNC alone. Yeah, NSYNC's fucking sweet. Well, I had a recent example of... It's kind of funny, too, because then there's also... People will just mimic what they've heard. They'll just mimic talking points about certain franchises and stuff. So I linked a trailer to Final Fantasy in the server and Discord. And I'm like, man, I'm so pumped for the new F7 game. And one person's like, meh. And I'm like, like, well, what, what's, what's wrong? And another person was something. And this is just paraphrasing, but another person's like, Final, Final Fantasies have been dead for a long time or suck for a long time. And I'm like, what's the last one you guys played? One person didn't answer, and the other person said, you know what, you're right. I haven't played one in years. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> so that, so I was like, well, at least that person was acknowledging it. The other person just didn't say anything. But like, that's kind of my point. There was like these people, a lot of those people that I was talking to who didn't give a shit, were mostly just re- reacting to. They they have it in their head that that Square Enix sucks now, and that all Final Fantasies suck. But like I've I've been I have never stopped playing Final Fantasies, and I personally love 15, and and it, you know it reached the middle of my rankings if I had to rank those games, and I thought 15 was a blast, and actually I loved I loved 12, and I thought 13 was pretty fun too. So you know, uh, but people will react to that like everybody says that it sucks. Now, there was another example too. I wish I could think of it in my head. Or if I wish I could remember it, but there was another franchise 
that people were just saying this game blows it, it, it like possibly wasn't even out or if it was out like they haven't played it in fucking years I, i'm sorry i can't recall what it is but 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 it doesn't matter final fantasy still serves that 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 uh example but lots of people like the, the current final fantasy stuff but uh yeah so again sorry for the tangent my point being is that people will hate on shit just because they've heard... Well, actually, sorry, because my brain's like always thinking about <laughs> different stuff at once. Nintendo, before the Switch came out, how many people were sh- Nintendo sucks and hadn't played a Nintendo game since they were kids? And now they're 14 and they're too edgy for it. I missed like half of that because your thing cut out. Sorry, one sec, my headphone. It sounded like your headphones got like disconnected. They did, sorry. But yeah, like, so Nintendo was the big example, right? Like, ah, Nintendo sucks. Yeah. I'm, I, did, I haven't played it since I was six, and now I'm 14, and Xbox is cool. That was my joke. Uh, but yeah, but you know what I'm saying, right? Now everybody's wanking over Nintendo, deservedly so, because the Switch is awesome. But but that's, that's another example of, of it. And then, you, oh, and then, and then one more, then you guys can react, and I'll, I won't say anything. Uh, th- there's, there's also, like, uh, fandoms, groups, I'm a PlayStation person. All Xbox games are overrated. When's the last time you played an Xbox game? I've never played an Xbox. Okay, so then, but you're still saying it's overrated. So that's stupid. Same with, you know, the same applies to Nintendo and Sony fanboys. Fanboys, everybody's the worst. Everything's overrated or or nothing is. I've changed my mind. (laughs) Please feel free to respond. Well, um, I, uh, like growing up through high school and stuff and in college like i only ever had like the xbox thing just because of like where that's what my friends had that's those were that was the group of people that i usually uh played games with but i never like hated sony or anything or hated nintendo it's just like if i was going to spend my money on a console i would rather spend it on one that i knew my friends had kind of thing yeah um so yeah and i mean before i got my xbox 360 my favorite console was my ps2 like you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of, of games on there that I really, really love. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That was a weird, like, thing that once the 360 and the PS3 came out, that was, like, I think that's kind of when the big divide, because there was always a yeah. divide before, but that was, like, when it really, really started. So. And, like, I would read comments on, like, IGN and shit sometimes. It was just a cesspool or YouTube. Just don't even bother. But... But you know, yeah. people will be able to just those those types of things. The word "overrated" is thrown off all the time when they're mm-hmm. talking about the opposite of the fandom that they like. In which case, it was Xbox and PlayStation. I mean, people wouldn't even consider Nintendo. So I definitely wouldn't have said Nintendo was overrated at those times. But people might say say so now. Oh, Mario is overrated. I never, I haven't played one mm. before. But yeah, I think that at this intervention. I wanted to say something about a work's place in time and in the history of the progression of a particular idea. And of course, you know, one of the games that has to come in a topic about overrated games is Ocarina of Time, which for the longest time was considered one of the best games of all time. It's generally perceived as being like a bad game. And the thing is that there's a, I think, a different appreciation for things in different contexts. Like, there's certain ideas that people have in their minds because they're passionate about them and they they have nostalgia for it and, you know, they like it in a very genuine but also visceral way. But there's also... A different kind of appreciation that comes from studying different topics and to say that a game like Ukraine of Time is either outdated or it's it's obsolete I think it misses the point of appreciating what it has done for video games not just that it's an old idea that has been perfected but what it produces over time Without our Ocarina of Time we don't have a lot of this modern systems and it's not that other games do it better is that it's the natural progression of things right and it is different it's different because if you have two games that are that come out if not at the same time in in relatively around the same time 
then you can say, hey, this game does this thing, but better. Sure. But if a game comes out like 20 years before, and then you say that a game that is 20 years newer does something better, that is not fair because there's an obvious sense of progression and there's a history there that needs to be, you know, considered. And most likely a lot of the games that we see, a lot of the modern games that we see now have been clearly influenced by some of the ideas that were first explored in games like Ogarian of Time. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there are things that are outdated, art styles, certain limitations of, of hardware and stuff like that, but there are other things that don't belong anymore in the judgment of popular culture and belong more on a historical appreciation of a certain work. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of of the outdated overrated system that I, you know, that I'm super unique of and thought of on my own, of course. But like, because Ocarina of Time was my poster child for overrated. Uh, but, but I've, I've been thinking of it back and forth. So I played it when it came out. So I'm not like I didn't just play it recently and thought, oh, this game's overrated. I love the game playing it. Mm. I thought it was awesome and I played it multiple times so clearly I, I had a strong attachment to the game but over the years I just thought this game's fucking clunky and kind of a chore to play a bit and I just think there's been so many other Zelda games that are better but of course they're better because this one came out first so I think it's so that's what I was like because the whole thing that prompted my discussion of overrated versus outdated and shit was Final Fantasy 7 someone was saying 7 sucked and I'm like or it was overrated I'm like well uh, I don't agree I think that Final I think it was P1 actually but uh, I was, I think Final Fantasy VII is is amazing and one of still one of my favorite games of all time, despite there being nostalgia because there is nostalgia. That's a huge reason why I still love it. But I still think the game when it came out was incredible and a huge undertaking and a really and a pop culture icon for a good reason. Helped normalize and make RPGs popular. So I thought, okay, well maybe you know what? There maybe kids nowadays who play it would find it kind of ugly and slow. Well then it's probably more outdated than overrated but then so then i was thinking well, what is what do i actually consider overrated and another one that came up to my mind was another game i played as a kid and that was goldeneye and i still think goldeneye is overrated i don't think it's that fun i i don't think it's i don't know why i still don't even then i didn't understand why people were wanking over it i just never i never i could never understand it i always thought this game is okay but not that fun i don't know why people love it so much i don't think it's that good but uh, but uh, but on that topic, our topic, I, I really want to read these tweets out before I forget. But uh, only a few people mentioned a couple things. But P1 gave me two lists, one outdated and one overrated. And he said games that were outdated to him was Shenmue, Dragon War, Warrior 1 to 3, and Metal Gear Solid. And overrated to him was Skyrim, Horizon, and Secret of Mana. And um, I, I kind of get behind the skyrim a little bit but i'm gonna read i'll read the other ones up sketchy corner said last guardian thought it'd be an evolution of eco not a spiritual success for successor and call of duty after modern warfare 2 he thinks those games were were overrated and then lastly tuna uh kevin elder scrolls games they're nothing but a large amount of met open world content with nothing else redeemable so those are opinions of people that uh Think they think some games are overrated, and but I don't know. I think I think in the end we've all decided that uh, we don't know. <laughs> we it's hard. It's really hard to say what overrated actually is. I yeah. Uh, um, I think like because the uh, when I thought about it again yesterday, like games that I thought were um, overrated that I'd played recently, um, mm. and then <laughs> the the first thing that came to mind was Super Metroid. Like, I don't know. Like, I understand a lot of people loved it, and a lot of people that I know were just like, "Yeah, it's like one of the best games of all time." Blah blah. blah. And it's like, I played it and I liked it. I don't know. Uh, I guess um, I think that also has to do with what Seiji said about like um, the the time period and like when you if you played it when it came out and like how much nostalgia you have attached to it. And well, one one second there. Mm. That's actually a really really great example because I'm someone. Who also played it for the first time when you did mm. and i was going in thinking this game is likely to be overrated 
because everybody talks about how fucking great Metroid is. And I tried it out before and for the first, like, you know, first 10 minutes, like, yeah, this game's crap. But then mm-hmm. I played through the whole thing and I thought this game was perfectly rated. This game is great. I, this game's yeah. amazing. So, it's, so it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we say. There's, is there really any such thing as overrated? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't, mm-hmm. This has been a roller, <laughs> roller coaster of emotions. I don't know how I feel. Every, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I came out to any solid opinion after this discussion. Shelby's topic was amazing, though. She really <laughs> brought us all together in a good conversation. I, I honestly don't know, man. I, I would love to hear people's opinions on what overrated even is, what they think is truly overrated, and how they determine it. Uh, and if people, like, sometimes people will listen to our episodes and comment in, in the Discord server for Cartridge Club. Please do. Please. Uh, Latino lawyer, man, I'm depending on you. You always have opinions. What's your opinion on this? I want to know. P1, not so much. But but P2, I'd love <laughs> to hear your opinion on this, too. Yeah. Very, I thought it was a pretty interesting topic, Shelby. Really nicely picked. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, I I think I don't have anything else to say about it, but what about you guys? Uh... Hi. I'm waiting for it. What do you have, Shelby? No, no, no! I don't have any. Either. Okay, I said no. I said, you look uh, sound like you're. <laughs> no, I just went to go check because I had like uh, notes written down from last night, and nice. I think all I message was or all I wrote down was uh, Super Metroid. And all the stuff that I. Oh no, I... no, Smash is on there. Um, but I don't oh really? Anyway, the last one I played was Brawl, and it's just like I get why people like it, but like I don't like it. Um, but I don't necess- like. I don't know. I don't know if it's overrated or if it's just like I was so excited for like a nintendo direct that they were going to announce like something oh. <laughs> like ace attorney and then it was just a smash direct and i was like what the fuck is this you're still mad about last year's e3 <laughs> well no i just that was like when i talk about it now that's yeah. how i felt about smash at the time but now it's like i don't like i don't play smash i i get why people like it um i'm not like invested in it or anything so to me like what it does now I don't care, but at the time it was just like. I think we've just determined that overrated is really just your personal response to something that's popular. Absolutely, hundred percent. I don't think there's a way to objectively gauge any of that bullshit. Yeah, and just like communities will form around things that are popular, communities will will people with like minded opinions of something being overrated will also combine, and then that becomes a group who thinks something's overrated. But in the end, it's still just your personal response to something that you see. Yeah. And uh, so I don't think anything's overrated anymore. I'm done. I, I've figured it out. Nothing's overrated. And it's just all in your head. It's all your perceptions and your thoughts. And uh, if something's popular, it's probably popular for a reason. And you just don't like it. Final Fantasy VII comes up a lot as overrated. Those people are bad people and are wrong. It's, the game is great. I just really wanted to say that. This whole thing has been about saying that. P1 is wrong. <laughs> FS7 is amazing. There you go. If you want to preach that Seduce Me 2 is the best game on the planet, you do that. <laughs> All right. I got to end this episode. Uh, I have to because yeah. I'm in pain. All right. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening um, to this episode. I think next time we might have guests again. I don't know. I don't know what the schedule is, but you know who you guess, are. Guests are overrated, man. Yeah, they are, especially some guests. We gotta bring it back to like the roots of BB. Fuck guests. Fuck those people. (laughs) (laughs) Shelby putting a ban on all guests, I guess. So everybody who's been begging to come on the show, so many people. Yeah, sorry. You're overrated. You're gonna have to wait. You're not allowed on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Really, though, let's end this. Uh, Thank you for listening. This is Rob. And Shelby. And Seiji. Sorry for all the technical shenanigans in this episode. But hey. We made it to the end. Um, next time, I'll make sure to check that checkbox that records my audio. But until then, thank you for listening.
What'd you say? I heard I burst or something. Diapers. Oh, di- ah! Shelby looks at us like a bunch of babies now. Yeah. Like you little, you little babies in your games. <laughs> She's just here to mother us so that we don't do anything too stupid. Oh boy.